Last night we went to a legit, slang for legitimate, party called the Uprising. It was sick, slang for cool. Party where they, where they threw, spelled wrong, paint all over you. I had so much fun, even though it cost a whopping $15. <laughs> That's the one thing that makes it sound like it's from the Great Depression. <laughs> You're listening to Read It and Beep with me, Alina Heltzer. For the past 17 years, I've recorded almost every bit of my life in a diary. And now I'm cracking it open every week with a special guest on my show. We'll read from each other's old diaries, and any sensitive information will simply be beeped out. Let's get reading. Welcome, welcome, Sabbath morning. Just kidding. It's Monday night. Lights. And I'm here with Stacy Harkey. Howdy do. It's your boy. <laughs> you can't tell, but right now we're both twerking. <laughs> Mine's more like twerfing. It's just like twerfing. Get over it. Like derping and twerking. <laughs> I'm going to be careful what I say. <laughs> no, you're good. I only got like 30 active listeners. Um, but we don't know who they... Like, Lauren Michaels could be one of the 30 active, you know? <laughs> that would be amazing. They're all like really high profile listeners. <laughs> yeah. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. This is for the elite, okay? Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, it's probably not for you. It's not your t- cup of tea. Uh, back to Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. I know you guys are listening. <laughs> Um, so you might be wondering, like, how do I know Stacy? And you might be wondering, Stacy, how do you know Alina? Because they're different. Because they're, they're actually different <laughs> stories. I don't know if you remember the first time that we, like, met. It's Divine Comedy, right? Yeah, I want to say it was 2012, my freshman year of college, when I first auditioned for Divine Comedy. Yeah. Um, and I actually found a journal entry from <gasps> that. It's short, so nothing, like, too spectacular. I'll look and see if I have one from that day. Okay. It's September 9th, 2012. I have one November of 2012. All right. So this is uh, Sunday, September 9th, 2012. Also, I um, I name all of my journals. or Not anymore, but I did. So it's not like I'm writing to just a journal. Nope. This one starts off, Dear Von Alpen. So, Von Alpen? Von Alpen. What does that mean? That's my journal's name. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this this particular journal, they all have different names. But that's, that's really cool. This one's Von Alpen. College is flying by. Okay, for the record, I had been here a week of college, so... Uh, I tried out for BYU's Divine Comedy. It's a group like SNL. 151 people tried out, and only 24 of us went to callbacks. Then they narrowed it to nine for the finales. Unfortunately, I was not chosen. And on the way home from auditions, I ran into walking by himself on campus. He doesn't even go here. Uh, it was just not the best day. Also, I quit my catering job, so now I'm on the job hunt, and the school work is piling up. I have like two hours of reading today. I haven't worked out in weeks. I need to find a good balance somewhere. How long have you been in school by at that point? A week, two weeks. It's September 9th, <laughs> so like no more than two like, weeks. It's flying by. Yeah, exactly. Did you get a job and then quit? I worked catering one day. The second day they scheduled me on dishwasher and I quit. <laughs> but I kept the BYU catering shirt. Oh, yeah. 
You're like, I'm gonna get a perk out of this. This is how you'll pay me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a good time. So yeah, that was technically like around the first time that we met, but we didn't really become friends until like well, three years later. Mine mentions you. <gasps> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? We we had 24 girls at callback. One of them was this really cute one, Alina, but her callback got sabotaged by. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, let's see what you wrote about in your entry most closest to mine. November 17th, Saturday, 2012. This is the format I use for everyone. Oh, wow. That's really organized. Just a box. Is a it? A box format, yeah. Always in the top left. Top left. All right. Wow. Today was pretty chill. Okay, I should say fun and energetic. Chill probably isn't the right word. So my current roommates are st- <laughs> from Idaho. From Oregon, from Washington, from Missouri. Last night we went to a legit, slang for legitimate, party called the Uprising. It was sick, slang for cool. Party where they, cool. they threw, spelled wrong, paint all over you. I had so much fun, even though it cost a whopping $15. <laughs> That's the one thing that makes it sound like it was from the Great Depression. <laughs> A whopping 15-er. I was broke. <laughs> Anyways, it was awesome. I fell asleep covered in paint talking with from California. We ended up dating. Oh. Anyways, I woke up Saturday, took a shower, and then Alan, Stephen, Kevin, and I went to a pretty cool grand opening for Outdoors Unlimited. <laughs> a BYU campus store that rents and sells outdoor equipment. They were giving away free hot dogs and t-shirts. <laughs> It was not a whopping 15er. Oh, that's enough there. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. That that does sound like a great day. Or how did you... A chill day. A chill day. It was like energetic. Fun and energetic. Chill isn't the right word. Mm. But I like... I just like how I decipher yeah. everything in here. And I like... You also put first name, last names. Yeah. Uh, well, these... Yeah, I did in, in this journal. If I ever... Like, what I used to do is if I ever was complaining about someone, I would scramble their name. So no like one Like an anagram? Know. Yeah, I would be like, but it was never that good. You can always look at it and just tell. I would still capitalize the first letter, but it would just be mixed in. So, like, instead of Mike, it would be like capital M K E. Yeah, it would be like it would be like I K capital M E. <laughs> so I could decipher it, but also no one would know. Who's I K M. <laughs> oh man, I oh, thought it was like good. hiding the Declaration of Independence or something. I was like so <laughs> clever. Oh uh, well, I didn't. I mean. When I write about people, I would just write about them. Like, I had, I never thought people were going to read my journals, or I just had this bold sense of confidence that no one would ever read my personal things, which is pretty crazy coming from someone who has read a lot of people's journals (laughs) secretly. Like snooping, really? Yeah. (laughs) But for some reason, I just thought no one would ever do that to me. Has everyone ever snooped in your journals? Um, I know my mom hasn't because she's been very adamant. Like, she's been so proud about how have you she read hers? never snooped in our journals. I have read hers. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is too much. I don't want to know about my mom. What? Was it like Juicy Juice? <laughs> nah, just like stuff where I'm like, I actually don't care to know about you kissing your theater boyfriend. Like, <laughs> sorry. Is that kind of weird to be like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Which kind of makes me sad because I'm like, I want my kids to like read my journals and just like, like love, love them, it love them because i've spent a lot of time 
I actually found a good entry that I would love for you to read dramatically. Oh, okay. This is from eighth grade, and my journal is falling apart, so I'm just going to pass this. Is there any, like, oh, man, this this handwriting is... I know, the handwriting's horrendous, so good luck. Yep. Tuesday, August 28th, 10.04 p.m., my room. (laughs) Yeah. Smiley face heart star. (laughs) That's how you know it's good. That's before emojis, so... I'm so stupid. I've been lazy and haven't written this forever. Today was the second day of eighth grade, but it feels like the second week. We already have homework, tests, and crushes. (laughs) Taylor is back from sixth grade and looking cuter than ever. What do you mean he's back from sixth grade? (laughs) Did he like, did he like go to sixth grade and he was like, not for me? (laughs) I I think he must have gone to a different school for for seventh grade. Well, well, well. Guess who's coming running back to this <laughs> academic school year? <laughs> Anyways, Taylor Risk is back from sixth grade. I realized how stupid I was to think that Jack and I were going to get married because <laughs> this is what grade is this? Eight. <laughs> so Jack and I were going to get married because the moment I saw Taylor Risk, I completely forgot about him. Sure, I still like Jack, but I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of crushing on Taylor. <laughs> but there's a small in quotation marks problem. Hannah. My BFFAE? That means best friend forever and ever. My BFFAE likes Taylor too. I think he likes us both as friends, but I can't figure out who he likes. Oh, likes is underlined and has hearts on either side of it. Oh, likes. likes. I can't figure out who he likes. I made a list to help you understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to help you understand why Taylor loves Hannah. Mm. Uh, they flirt in the halls. Mm. The bullets are hearts, by the way. I like this. <laughs> they flirt in the halls. He talks to her and on the bus a lot. Underlined. He looks at her differently. <laughs> Katie and Wit agree with Hannah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they probably agree that Taylor likes. Oh. Hannah. Oh. Reasons why Taylor was Alina. Wow, you only had like three bullets under why Taylor was Hannah. Oh, but there's a lot you... more under why Taylor was Alina. Oh. Let's see. Why Taylor loves Alina? Me. In science, he talks with me. He called me cool. <laughs> Quotations. <laughs> I like him being like, yeah, you're getting the finger quotes. Cool. cool. And you're like. <gasps> Butterflies just like start churning. <laughs> He'd throw up hearts. In the hall, I was talking slash walking with Hannah and he looked me in the eye and said, in quotation marks, hi. <laughs> His friend asked if I liked him, which usually means either his friend likes me or Taylor asked him to ask me. And since his friend is going out with, I think it's number two. (laughs) Smiley face. Okay. I need to get my beauty sleep (laughs) with love, Elena. And there are approximately one, two, three, four, five, six, seven juicy smiley faces. (laughs) Dude, what do you mean a juicy smiley face? Like this one? Oh, those are juicy. (laughs) Like the line goes beyond the eyes. Like it goes up and a little bit past. (laughs) For the record, Taylor married Hannah. Oh, he did? Shut up! No! That is crazy. Let's go keep our car. (laughs) Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. Okay, I'm going to give you a sad one. Oh, good. Should I? Yeah. No, I love... We'll we'll take it down a notch. Okay. 
Oh. I mean, it was pretty sad that Taylor ended up with Hannah, even though he called me, quote, cool, and said, quote, <laughs> hi to me in the hallways. Like, am I wrong for reading all of these signs as green lights? I love it. You're like, rule number one, or reason number one, he talked with me in science. <laughs> Why would he talk to me if he wasn't head over heels? The, this is one's, the, I don't know, I'm so sad. I'm so, all my mission ones are like, You know what, though? It's, it's fine cool. to have, like, sad journal entries. I think... I think a lot of my journal entries are really sad because that's why I'm writing in the journal in the first place. It's like a coping mechanism. And- yeah, it's like, um, yeah, that's a, that's that's a good way to put it. It's just like, yeah. it's a good way to like filter your emotions. And this one's like really spiritual. I'm always like, oh, I'm so spiritual. I find actually that when I'm really happy, I don't write in my journal a lot because I'm just like. I'm like, I don't know, like, things are just going so well, I don't think about writing Yeah, it maybe that's it. So it's like... And the, then... Like, when you get more introspective. Yeah. Like, this is like me... This is a very internal... So, I came out December of 2019, right? No. 2018. Thank you. I came out in a month. <laughs> I have to wait to post the podcast episode. <laughs> uh, so, I... Before the journey of me, before I came out, was a lot of introspective like work. I didn't talk to anyone, so it was very introspective, and I started getting more open in my journals, which I never really did. And um, I was just like at a very um, well, you'll get a vibe for it. This is a phase where I was just uh, very, I was like something needs to change. It was in 2017. Oh, okay. So like 18 months before. Very a lot of decision making. Yeah. And once I came out to like the first person, it kind of like the domino started falling pretty quickly, but. Yeah, here. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of embarrassed. Nah, don't be. Read this on this page. Okay. So this is June 4th, 2017, and you have a star next to it. The star ones are like, means they're like real. Because sometimes I try to like do writing stuff from like perspectives of okay. other people that weren't real. Okay. So I'd be like, That's star fascinating. Show. So you have like a decipher code somewhere in here? Just a star. <laughs> So I could be like, I could be like, was I ever addicted to like crack? But no, I wanted to write, like, see if I could write from that perspective. Right. Although you rec- recognize if you don't have the code up in here, then when oh. you die, we're going to read this and be like, what? <laughs> the kids would be like, his mom beat him? <laughs> like, I wrote some weird stuff just as like. Yeah, it's like a creative good. writing thing. <laughs> That's a good call. But, you know, <laughs> we'll also think that you were mad at Ike capital M. <laughs> So, all right. Bring it down now. 6, 4, 17. God, what do you want from me? I'm not asking this. Oh, gosh. Let me see. Petulantly. I write so bad. Some of them is like, there's like a word down there. It's just like, Petulantly. That just wasn't a word in my vocab. It's also that's not your my handwriting. Writing. That's <laughs> my reading. Problem. No, it's my handwriting. All right, it's pretty bad. Start over. I'm not asking this petulantly, but in sincere frustration. I want this to be over. I'm tired of this struggle. I'm tired of falling over and over and over and over again. I'm so tired. My spiritual knees have gone from bruised to bloody to calloused. I've grown skilled in the art of falling and getting back up. I feel so unequipped to be useful to you that I've had to find contentment in being a water boy, knowing I'll never be a true help but needing to find joy in my pitiful position. Honestly, I know that's not true, but my fear is that if I hope for peace and respite, respite? Yeah, respite. Respite. I probably spelled it wrong, I spelled it pretty poorly. 
And that's so nice of you to keep thinking that these are your problems. No, they not are. my reading comprehension. They are. There's no autocorrect on in your handwriting. <laughs> Anytime soon, I will be severely underprepared for reality. If I foolishly hope for blessings I may not receive in this life, I will be crushed by the pain of unmet expectations. That's a really good line. I know I'm not like anyone else, dot, 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 but there are some like me, and that gives me comfort. I want to be out of this hole. I'll never stop trying. I am flawed, but I am not weak. The last couple of months have been rough, but I am doing better than I have in the last six months. I can serve. No matter how flawed and imperfect I am, I can serve, and that is empowering. <laughs> what is really, what I find really fascinating is you never actually like... You never, you never say that your struggle is. Yeah, like, I, I, that's how I wrote because I was like, if anyone found it, I had to be like, I had to be able to like cover my tracks. Fascinating. So even in writing in your private journals, you were, still couldn't come out. Yo, not for like third, keeping a secret for like thirty, like twenty years. You know what I mean? Thirty years, but like keeping but, a secret that long, you don't just like. Man, I went through the greatest length to hide even the littlest thing. You know, like my Mambo Number no. Five kick. Yeah. Uh, someone asked me when my first time I w- it was that I like encountered Mambo Number no. Five because I like, joke about loving it, but the truth is that like growing up, anything that would ever even associate with me being gay was like terrifying. And one of the like when Mambo Number no. Five came out, I really liked the song, but I knew I knew that if people knew I liked pop, that they would know I was gay. And so, yeah. Fascinating. So I hit it. Right, because you're overcompensating. Yeah, so I, like, hit it. And I come from, like, a black, you know, southern black family where it's, like, R&B and hip-hop. Anyway, so I, like, hit it, really. I would listen to it secretly in my room. Mambo number five? Mambo number five is the first song I recorded on cassette over the radio. Oh, that is so tender. And I would listen to it secretly. And it was, like, in a sense, like... So it kind of feels like embracing Mambo number five is, like, embracing this part of, like, going back and being, like, hey, it's okay. Is, um... I really want you to meet Luke Gary. Wait, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who who sings Mambo Number Five? Oh, Lou Bang, Lou Bang. <laughs> who the crap is Lou Gehrig? He's, I think he's the baseball player that they named Lou Gehrig's disease after. <laughs> which is the one too. that? Which is the one that they have Tuesdays with Maury like that disease? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I would love if like you set this up, you put all this work in helping me meet this guy, and it's the wrong dude. And I'm like, it's the wrong. I, it's Lou. like a really good encounter, but I'm like, why him? Why did you? And I'm like, yeah, Stacey would always listen to your music secretly, and he's like, oh my, my gosh, I'm a baseball player. Uh, That's how all baseball players talk. Yeah. Um, no, but that is that is that is a good way. Like you. Uh, like you repurpose something that you had to hide in a little yeah. thing. It was such a little detail. Well, I never, I never really. I don't know if it was a conscious effort, but as I was thinking about my first experience with Mumbo Number Five, I was like, "Holy cow!" Yeah. And it was so stupid to think that this song about <laughs> like listing all these women he's been with in different cities is like <laughs> went out. Be the <laughs> I'm like, if anyone knows I like this song, they'll know I'm gay. <laughs> not, not a little bit of Monica. <laughs> Um, you've also recently been on a kick about tweeting how much you hate pretzels. Um, Did you I, like I, pretzels as I, a cover-up? I ate pretzels to be straight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, pretzels like, are just I bad. you got some nasty-ass pretzels. Uh, but it's kind of a... I, I always like... Even though I would like complain in my journal entries, I always end kind of strong because I just feel like... I'm not someone that gives up easily. Right. But I was so tired of just being like... 
like I was like uh, I'm like trying man I'm like yeah. throwing like it had been like what was it 2017 yeah it's June it so had, this it is had been a, like about seven months. years just and that's just back from the mission like this is something that oh, I always right. like, so seven years of me being like trying to like figure out what God wants me to do because I was like he clearly wants me to fix myself mm. right because you're clearly broken right and a I'm mindset like, yo and I like I, like not to be like I don't know not to be arrogant but I'm like a pretty hardcore dude like I feel yeah. like I like when I put my mind to something like it's gonna get done right and like there's no like I was I don't know that was really it was humbling to try to like fight something that's so natural and just like never right and to think yeah. because knowing like I've known you for a couple years now and like you're one of the most like you'll just say what you want to say and you're so honest and you're so upfront. So it must have been so <laughs> counterintuitive to your personality to just like oh man not be able to say your ultimate truth. I always feel like it's like um cuz there's like we all have like restraint in ways, right? Where it's like you don't talk about this thing. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of one where it was like you know, you have like some stuff that's like in the living room and people can see it and it's like oh great and then you have stuff in the basement that you're like people don't often see this and then you have like a little like door in your basement that's kind of hard to get through and it's like full of like sharp things and at the end of it there's like a locked box that's where like being gay was for me it was like in this vault and like I it was so far away that like I didn't even like have to acknowledge it myself like it was so far locked away until Mm -hmm. it was like until it wasn't until it wasn't can't contain that shiz no no um that does make me sad that for a while you couldn't even write about it. Like, I oh, think man. my journal is such a safe space. Yeah, I, I just was like, like, I went through, I felt like Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone. I went through, like, so many efforts and, like, little de- details to, like, lock away mm-hmm. and hide this thing. Building like, a little, so much. What is it called? Like, a Patunkin village? Do you know that? No. Um, I, it might be pronouncing that right. Wrong. I don't think saying it another way would I would recognize <laughs> but it. But tongue, tongue bone. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah. Gonna... No, but um, in like a war, mm-hmm. let's say it was World War Two, mm-hmm. but it could have been any other war. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they built these villages, like they staged them to look like there are people living there and that everything's were great oh. and stuff. So that when they took like generals through from like, you know, whatever their war partners were, it looked like, like they're doing all right. Yeah. It's like, Oh, everything's right. Like nothing's wrong here, but it was mm. actually just like a stage. Like it was a, a village. Don't it was just a like big North Korea or something. I want to say it happened in Russia, but that's essentially the whole plot well, like of North also, Korea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That makes sense. That's something Russia would do, huh? Yeah. And I think like Patunkin, doesn't that sound like Russian? <laughs> like, like Russian for great-grandfather or something? <laughs> yeah. My Babushka Patunkin. and Patunka. <laughs> Babushka. Oh, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, I was... Um, I didn't have any, like, my light journal entries are, like, from my mission days, and it's like, yeah, I ate pizza today. <laughs> like, they're, like, really stupid. I'm surprised you got to eat pizza um, in yeah. Brazil. It wasn't the same, let me tell you. Yeah. Hey, that's fair. Well, I have a, a couple of lighter ones. I know, I should find a lighter one. Um, Here, I'll give this back to you. I should have you read a fake one. <laughs> Maybe I should find... Yeah, read me a, a fake one. Oh, I do have... This one that I never finished writing, and I'm very devastated I didn't finish (gasps) writing it. The one called Jared's Arm? Yeah, it's called Jared's Arm, and it just says, In the early dawn light, I awoke to a photo of dot 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 Jared in the hospital covered in blood. 
<laughs> I think the best part of that is your like shy smile at the end. You like your your corners of your lips slightly turned up and your lips perked up. Then I just love that. Um, I never finished that entry. Like, well, what happened to his arm? We'll never know. This entry is um. Is written as me as like an alien or a terrorist or something. Oh, well, you get really creative. Let's hear it. Oh, it's so... It's... Okay, it's weird. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be like, read it. All right. How does no one know? Hasn't anyone noticed yet? I've been here for about four years playing their stupid game, smiling to their ignorant faces, just waiting... It was so hard at first. I needed to convince them I was one of them, and that took time. <laughs> Everything was so foreign and off-putting. I couldn't get anything right, nor did I really want to. I hated that I was the one sent. I couldn't wait for the day when I could abandon this post for a cleaner, more civilized station. It was revolting, and no matter how hard I wanted to hate them, I just can't. The clumsy charm or the constant attempts at, at connection wore me down in the best way possible. My hatred became pity, became realization, became curiosity, became understanding, and emerged as love. <laughs> Wait, are you the main character in the Avatar film? That's what it sounds like. I haven't reported back on my change of heart, and they'll never know about it until it's too late. I was sent to analyze for destruction, yet I've decided to stay for love. <laughs> Like a hallmark, like yeah. Wait, I want to know what happened to him. Did he find love? Did the alien? You so, know? like, I mean, like the the vibe, right? I guess that I was going for is that pretty much like this alien was coming to like study people to like kill them, and then ended up like falling in love with them in a sense. Mm. It's like there's this like the raw humanity of like they're clumsy and they're clunky, but they're sincere. Like, I don't cute, know. cute is right because that's about I mean, stupid. That's aliens. Um. I have a good one. <laughs> so, I don't know. Have you gotten Disney Plus? No. Really? I should. I'm surprised I have, by that. I think I have, like, Verizon that offers you, like, a free year or something. Well, um, on Disney Plus, there is this show, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Have you heard of it? Yes. Are you watching it? I am. Is it good? Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. We can watch an episode. The ad was... The commercial for it was like really fun with the preview, whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's like it's very self aware of a show, and I like that. Um, but I found an entry talking about High School Musical. Is that formative for you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, this is in my journal, whose name is Dinosaur. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just had. I just thought in my head, like if cool I name. named my journals, it felt like I would be writing to a friend, yeah, and not to just no one. I feel so. like I wrote to God a lot in my journals. Oh, that's re- that's really sweet. Like, mine is like <laughs> Dino and Von Alpen, and you're like, no, yeah, mine's to God. It's all like prayers of me being like, God, this is too hard for me to pray. Well, I love it. I will just skip to this part. This is talking about High School Musical. Here's something you didn't know. I was an extra in High School Musical 3. You were? Yeah. Me and Dinosaur both having some revelations. <laughs> Zac Efron is so cute. On Saturday, May 17th, 
Allie, Katie, and I went to East High to be paid extras. We got lost, but finally found the way. Then we waited in line for about an hour. When we got to the top of the line, we checked in and put all of our stuff in the auditorium. Yes, the same auditorium where Sharpay and Ryan sang Bob to the Top and Vanessa and Troy sang Breaking Free. We were filming the opening scene in the movie. It is a senior's last basketball game, and they are losing like crazy. But in the end, they win. <laughs> Kenny Ortega is the most energetic director ever, and his dog is so cute. He had his dog on set? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Doesn't seem like such a diva director yes. thing to do. Like, yeah, me and Foofy would make the best movie ever. <laughs> I'm assuming he's like... I don't know what accent that is. Zach Efron is cute too, and I did those hearts that you would make by doing the less than <laughs> sign because it's a typed, it's typed it's, and printed and glued in. Yeah, I don't know why this specific one is. <laughs> Wait, um, this is High School Musical too. This is High School Musical three. Oh, three. Okay, okay. They hardly fed us, and one girl even passed out. <gasps> Quentin sister. Anyway, we came back on Saturday. It was in our contract. And pretty much the same drill. But my phone got stolen. <gasps> That's right. My one-month-old red Blackberry Pearl got stolen. Blackberry Pearl? And then a little typed-out sad emoji face. <laughs> you had a Blackberry Pearl? A red Blackberry Pearl. Those were the pearl. shiz, man. They were, because you could, like, do anything. Cause yeah, you, you, you could, like, It was before touchscreen, right? Yeah, so, but like, the pearl. Yeah. The pearl was the original touch. Wait, so... A girl passed out? Apparently. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Isn't Zach Efron like way shorter than people think? Yeah, he's only like 5'8 or something like that. That's it? Yeah. I'm 5'6, so that's probably probably a pretty good height. Yeah, I guess you and Zach could be a really cute couple. (laughs) I wasn't thinking about that. (laughs) But I was like, you know, he's like, you know. I feel like all the really good looking guys are like a little shorter than the average. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I'm pretty secure about my height. Yeah. And I feel like as a man, that's kind of rare. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a good thing to have. Like, um, I I find it... Have you seen that video with the short man, the five-foot man that was in the bagel shop in New York? Yeah. And he goes, women in general have told me to kill myself <laughs> because I'm five-foot. You, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, it made me Is sad. Is that his accent? Kind of. Woman in general. You sound like a you sound like the <laughs> the like antagonist in a like an old black and white movie. <laughs> Let's just say woman extra, in general. Extra extra woman in general. Have- well, Commissioner, the bomb is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Why I did that voice is because you know those microphones that you get at the dollar store and they like, <laughs> give your phone an echoey yeah, thing? So there's a TikTok where this kid just says all the stuff that that angry short man in the bagel shop says and he's using one of those mics so that's what I was actually thinking of. I'll have, to, I'll have to show it to you after. That's really funny. Woman Women in general. general. That's really fun. Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a brilliant, it's a, a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, I know, but I'm sorry. I, you know, I can take us on tangents. Tangents are great. Tangents are great. I mean, all of my journals are just tangents essentially I should find like a, a light one this one's kind of heavy yeah all these ones I found a short story where I talk about um this girl I loved and she turns out she just was a murderer oh so this is a fictional <laughs> yeah it's a fictional <laughs> no no this one's real I was like reading it and I was like oh 
Oh! Talks about the countless bodies discovered in the craft area of her garage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so fascinating. Like, uh, That's short. I'll read it. Yeah, I'd love it. And you can cut it if you want to. <laughs> December 11th, 2016. Because mm-hmm. the date matters. <laughs> For this fictional piece. <laughs> I love that I'm not even reading like journal entries. They're like <laughs> short stories. I love them. They're writings. She laughed and the darkest of hearts would light up. She smiled and there was no doubt that she cared about you. She loved everyone and all things. Many a small creature owed their mended bones and nursed health to her. (laughs) (laughs) Was she a vet tech? Yet now she cries. Sitting on the stand next to a stern judge, she cried. Her orange jumpsuit and shackled wrist and ankles just created the image of an exotic animal finely caught and put on display. Her captors? The FBI. (laughs) 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 Their reason? The countless bodies discovered in the craft area of her garage. What's a craft area? Like where she does crafts? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like an Etsy seller. (laughs) Is it naive of me to actually believe one could love this world without becoming tainted by it? She wasn't pure, but she was perfect for this place. The meek don't inherit the earth. The conquerors do. She smiled and laughed because she wanted to. She killed, tortured, and conquered because she had to. One day, kids will be reading my short stories in English, like in tenth grade. Like a, that exact noise. Like a Emily Dickinson, you know. Like I doubt she, she thought that we would all be reading her like short poems and stories, like. Oh uh, yeah, them, you know. Yeah, because didn't she like? Weren't they like all in, a, in like an attic or something? And someone found them and published. Yeah, her something? sister like published them after she died. Oh, it's such a sister thing to do. <laughs> it's like publish your journal. <laughs> it's funny because the last episode, my sister Kirsten and I, we read through our other sister's journals. Oh, for real? So, Does she know? No. <laughs> well, she knows now. It's published. And the funny thing is that... Was we, anything juicy? No, the thing is, like, nothing was juicy. And so, like, most of our the podcast is us going, like, ugh, Sammy, her journals are so boring. And then when I released the podcast, I thought Sammy would be mad at us. But she just texts me and she goes, let me be on the podcast. I swear I have interesting journals. <laughs> she just wants to prove... Oh, I love the idea of, like, a bait journal. Like, a fake journal you leave out so people find Ooh. it and stop looking. And it's just full of, like, mundane stuff. So you, like, kills your desire to, yeah. like, find something. Well, that's a good Ooh. idea. A lot, of, a lot of work, but... Let's see. I have an entry from my first Divine Comedy show. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. That's smart. It's um, from Friday, October 10th, 2015. And it says, I had the first Divine Comedy show tonight, and I can't say it went off without a hitch, but it did go off. We met at 5 to practice before the doors opened at 6.30. At around 6, my left eye began to twitch. I felt the... I felt fine, but slowly my eyesight worsened. At around 6.40 told me my eye was swollen. She took a photo and sure enough, my left side of my face was droopy and swollen. I started freaking out because I worried that I had a mini stroke or Bell's palsy suddenly took over. Uh, as the audience began loading into the theater, Brad asked if there was a doctor in the house. A guy from the Navy stepped down and came backstage. He just so happened to have eye drops on him. He poked around my eye for a bit and explained that an eyelash probably got in my eye and went behind. He told me to ice it for 15 minutes, which would draw whatever was stuck out. The show was about to start in 15 minutes, but I iced it all the way until my first entrance on stage and... Voila, I was healed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not really sure how you spell voila, but W A L A H just seems wrong. I think it's V O I L A. Like viola. <laughs> 
performing the show, but the main thing I'll take away from the experience is that God works through the hand of total strangers from a Navy doctor. <laughs> In the I love that Brad asked if there was a doctor in the audience. <laughs> I still can't believe how fit for a movie my life is at times. <laughs> it's healthy to be able to laugh at your life. Love, Alina. Oh, <laughs> The freaking, like, I don't know, the idea of being like, her eye, it's red. Is there a doctor in the house? It was really funny to me. I just love everyone's piling into the theater and for someone to just go out, please. Is there a doctor here? My baby. And this this guy who served in the Navy, not a doctor, just served in the Navy, was like... Oh, and he had the right, the exact remedy you needed. Yeah, eye drops. <laughs> I, I met a doctor once. I can be of help. I love that God works through the Navy doctors in a comedy show audience. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm just going to read this. Perfect. A couple days ago, we just finished an amazingly effective day of proselyting, and those four elders were returning to the house. As we opened the bottom door, we could instantly hear our next-door neighbor's dog barking. Our third-floor neighbors have a very small dog. It's a very black little creature, and it's about the size of a soccer ball. Well, normally it's locked up behind their front gate, but tonight, it wasn't. Mm. Gas face. Get him over Get the gas face. As Elder Johnson... With his long-legged stride climbed the stairs, the furry little black creature hopped down step by step. As Elder... Like, that's how small it was. As Elder Johnson arrived at the second floor, the little black furry creature did also. What happened next... Did also. Shocked me. The pint-sized dog attacked the 6'7 Elder Johnson. Was he really 6'7"? Yeah, he was really tall. The funniest part was that Elder Johnson's face took on a look of terror as he tried to climb the wall. Even though Elder Johnson is at least 15 times bigger than the creature, I, too, overreacted, holding the other elders back and looking on with shocked horror. I think the first one to realize the ridiculousness of the situation was the little furry black creature that really tucked his tail between his legs. That readily tucked his tail between his legs. Only after a mad attack sesh and fled to his house. <laughs> we laughed for hours. <laughs> oh, I'm really bad at this. For, uh, for those of you that don't know the lingo, the linguistics, the, the terminology for half of those words, Stacy served a church mission for two years in Brazil. <laughs> And they all went by Elder and then their last name. And they just a bunch of dudes hanging out, preaching about God and getting attacked by dogs. Well, that was a little... I remember, I remember, like, after it happened, we just, like, died because they were so, so small. <laughs> and he was six, seven. That's crazy. So tall. It's a tall dude. Scary. Ah, <sighs> yes. I didn't realize my journals were pretty dang boring or just like straight, straight up sad. Well, look, here's the thing. Not everyone can have amazing entries like mine about why Taylor loves Hannah, but why he could also love me, potentially. Quality. Um, but I really appreciated the nonfiction and fiction pieces we were able to... I, how, do I, how, how do I read, like, fiction pieces in my journal? I'm like, this is my journal, and has, like, nothing to do with my life. And they're, like, not even good creative writing exercises. It was, like, she... It was a lot of exposition. <laughs> she killed him in her basement. No, she didn't kill him in the basement. In the craft corner of the garage. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to change it. I was like, maybe she doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, I would never forget the craft corner. <laughs> Actually, when you first said craft corner, I thought my, my fat self was like, the food? Like, food on set, you know? It's called crafts. I'm like, oh, why would she do it there? 
Like, spoil the beats? That's where everyone wants to hang out. The oh, craft man. corner. But doesn't everyone have, like, a craft corner? Where it's, like, a corner of your garage where you just, like, do work instead of, like, park cars? Yeah, I guess I just wouldn't call that, like, crafting. Yeah, what would you call that? I don't well, I think know. of craft as, like, making things. And I get that, but, like, I think of crafting as, like, like making things no. inside and, like, like construction you in, think of, out of the garage. What do you call it? Do you think of, like, um, not notebooking. What's it called? Journaling? <laughs> Scrapbooking. Scrapbooking is crafting, and I would do that inside, not in a garage. Oh, that's, that's on you, because crafting in a garage is amazing. In a garage, I would, like, build a table. I would, like, saw yeah. things. Like, that's, stuff like that. That's what I did. I love garages, man. But I wouldn't knit, knit a quilt. Or quilt a quilt <laughs> knit. Whatever. I think you said it. Right, no? Can you knit quilts? Did you say quilt a knit? Did you switch it? You're like, I didn't, I, I knit a quilt, I mean quilt I wouldn't quilt or knit. Oh, quilt or knit, that's what you said. <laughs> In you a said, garage. Oh yeah, you can't knit a quilt. But can you quilt a knit? I don't... Think about that. I don't know. Put that in your juice box and suck it. I'm not. The, <laughs> I'm not the leading expert on on quilting and knitting. I, well, that's sad. Oh um, man. Well, I'm glad that you could share your journals and like. I don't know. I had a blast. <laughs> I should have like found good ones before. Nonsense. We've we've <laughs> covered them together. That was fun. Your journals are really fun. It's been a journey, uh, dear dear listener. If you're one of thirty listeners. Please go check out Stacy on Instagram and Twitter. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, Stacy on Twitter is just so Mambo Five heavy. But <laughs> Mambo Number Five. Sorry, me? Mambo Number Five heavy. No, he's great. He's the great. The gay anthem. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, like, I'll have links to all of that on readitandbeep.com, so you don't have to remember it. You know, I'm always there for you, constantly. Tell your friends and please rate, review the podcast because that's all I care about and there's not much else I'm living for. Thank you. Bye.